Welcome to Bowling Springs Baptist. This is always a special time in the life of our church as we gather on the eve of Christmas here in the sanctuary. And um, we are so glad that you are here this evening. And let us now, to, uh, let us now begin preparing our hearts uh, for this special time. Over the last few weeks, we've sent beautiful cards, we've sang and participated in carols, we've decorated and adorned our homes and our sanctuary, and tonight, uh, we've even attended special parties, but tonight, Christmas is here. And again, welcome. Listen very carefully now as I read the words of Tom Shade for our call to worship this evening. It's time to turn off the cell phones. It's time to put a piece of tape on the face of our watches. It's Christmas Eve, and time is standing still for a moment. It is time, maybe the only time of the year, when the here and now drift away and we fall under the spell of story time. Tonight we are both here and on a lonely hillside outside of Bethlehem. Tonight we are with each other, with friends and family, returning students and relatives from far away. And we are also with the Magi on a journey, and such a hard time for a journey. Tonight the congregation joins together as one choir, and we listen to choirs of angels, a whole heavenly host of angels we have heard on high. Tonight, like every night, is new, a never-happening-before moment, and yet we feel like we've been here before. We've done this before, told this story before, and heard it before. There is a way that the story we tell tonight is always happening. Birth, death, and taxes. Weary travelers with no place to stay. Babies born, sudden signs of grace and glory and surprising generosity. The past and the present are closely woven tonight. And we sense the presence of our own eternal selves, our souls perhaps, with our everyday selves tonight. And when at this evening's end we pass a visible sign of grace, the light of a candle, from hand to hand, we will see the radiance and the beauty of one another as seen through the eyes of a timeless love. Come, it is Christmas Eve. Let us worship together. If you'll join me in a responsive reading. Advent is a time for God's people to reawaken their longings. Joy to the world. Tonight we long to worship the newborn king. Tonight we long hear the good news proclaimed by the angels. Tonight we long to receive the promise foretold. Tonight we light all the candles. The first candle ignites the thrill of hope in the hearts of weary people. The second candle shines peace that surpasses understanding into a conflicted and confused world. The third candle expresses the joy of fulfilled promises and the anticipation of those yet to come. The fourth candle shines with grace and new life in God's unconditional love. Tonight we light the Christ candle in celebration of our Messiah's birth. As God's promises continue to shine, we echo the words shared through the ages. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns.
Let us pray. Gracious God, and the wonder of this night, we hear the Christmas proclamation. The cry of come, O come, Emmanuel. He has become joy to the world, like the shepherds on that starry night, when in a moment, a majestic humility, may we now come to worship Christ, the newborn King. Amen. Our carol is number 126, Angels from the Realms of Glory. If you are able, please stand and join in singing number 126. I'll be reading um, Isaiah 9, 2, and then 6 and 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. 
He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. sleep little baby midst the sheep and the cows while the stars look down from on high for now go to sleep tonight go to sleep little baby Go to sleep for a while We have waited a long, long time But for now, go to sleep tonight You will grow stronger And will find your purpose To save us from our sin Angels are singing For you tonight But for now Go to sleep mm -hmm. Go to sleep Thou holy child For the world will wait for your smile But for now, go to sleep tonight So for now, go to sleep tonight chapter 2, 1 through 18. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Serenus was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was, that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes 
and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all, they, and all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds.
my light to light the way into the land of perfect day. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shining afar through shadows dim. Giving a light for those who long have gone, gone. Guiding the wise men on their way Unto the place where Jesus lay Beautiful star of Bethlehem Shine Amen. In several years of Christmas services here at Boiling Springs, I think that's the first time the quartet sang in the Christmas Eve service. So thank you, men. Very nice. Having spent 12 years near Winston-Salem in the town of King, North Carolina, one of the traditions, or how do I say this? I guess some of our family's traditions that I grew up with and, and our, my new family with Renee and Aiden, and some, we started forming new traditions. But some of the traditions that were formed while we were there involved the Moravian Church. Some of you have heard about the Moravian Church. Uh, they have headquarters and I know a, a large population in Miami and up north and around Winston-Salem as well. But we lived within walking distance of the Moravian Church there. And one of the special things that you would see at the, the door uh, on the front porches of a lot of homes there in King, but in Winston and around Winston was the Moravian Star. And so I was very pleased when I came to Bowling Springs not knowing what I was getting into and especially with the Christmas Eve service as well, and as we started decorating the sanctuary, the Moravian star was over the baptistry and was simply lowered. It's there year round, but it's lowered during Christmas and obviously lit. And so I was pleased to see a tradition that was familiar to my family also here at Bowling Springs Baptist as well. If you travel through Winston on, I don't know, the highways changed, but it used to be the old Interstate 40, and now I think it may, be, may have been given even another name. But if you travel through there on top of Baptist Hospital, Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center, I believe it's the North Tower, you will see the world's largest Moravian star. It's about 31 feet tall. It takes a crew of men, some of which were at my former church in King, to help put it together. And it's quite a sight to see. You certainly can't miss it if you drive by Wake Forest Hospital uh, during, during these weeks. And there's also a large one that hangs uh, there at the chapel, at Wake Chapel on the campus of Wake Forest University. But a, a significant sign, a significant symbol for our family and obviously for uh, Winston-Salem and for uh, that community. As I think about the beauty of this star, I also think about the fact that Christmas time is a delight for the senses. I don't have to say that to you guys, you, you know this, but the things that we see and hear and smell and taste, uh, there's certain things about that that uh, come around only at this time of the year. We enjoy the stars and the lights and seeing all the decorations in our sanctuary, our homes, up and down the streets and at businesses. Some of you may have went to the equestrian center this year or traveled to McCaddenville to see the lights. But each year it is such a delight to see our sanctuary transformed by the lights. How we love hearing the sounds of Christmas, the carols, the music, some of which that's been going on on the radio since October 31st, I found out this year. Um, as I turned flipping through the channels on Halloween and lo and behold, I hear Christmas music. 
But we love hearing the sounds of Christmas. We also love hearing the sound of children giggling and seeing and hearing our favorite Christmas movies at this time of the year. And I don't know about you, but some of the men, we can talk later after the service, but uh, I, at some point soon, I think Hallmark's going to move beyond the Christmas movies unless they've just decided to camp out with them all year. I don't know. But, um, but tasting and smelling the goodies that only come around uh, at Christmas, smelling the smells associated with this time of the year, uh, touching, whether it's sticky candy canes or for our family, a tradition is to always have a live tree. And so some years I use gloves, some years I don't, but just the, the, the smell of the, the fresh tree and, and, and handling that and cutting off the stem and putting it in the water, traditions and memories that are important for families. Christmas time is a time of rejoicing, a banquet of good cheer amid the dreary and darker nights of the year. We gathered as the sun was shining in, beaming in here just about 30 minutes ago, and now we see the sun beginning to set, we begin to see the lights coming to glow in the windows and, and on our banisters. In the midst of this, there is a child, a child that was born amid painful circumstances and into the darkest of all nights. We brighten our sanctuaries, our home, and our cities with lights, not only because they look nice, but also because we know the world is a dark place. And oh, how our world needs light. Not just the flaming or the glowing light, but the light that exists, that has its origins in the tiny baby wrapped in swaddling clothes that was just read about. Isaiah 9-2 that Jay read well earlier, he says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shined. Oh, how our world longs to see the light of Christ. How our world longs to hear the hope, the peace, the joy, the love that can be found in knowing the Christ child. Words of Jesus himself in John 8, 12, he applied a title to himself while debating with the Jews. And he, he said these words, he said, I am the light of the world. And whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Oh, how our world, again, needs light. The light of Jesus and the light that exists in his followers. We know that the work begun in the manger is not yet complete. Jesus has shown us what this light looks like. And he's asking us tonight, you and me, to walk in this light and to demonstrate it to demonstrate what this light looks like amid our journey in this dark world. We have seen the light of God's love for us in Jesus. We have been transformed by it, and yet we live in a world that still walks in darkness, a world that needs to see and hear and experience this light in tangible ways. Tonight we've lit the final candle in our Advent wreath, the Christ candle. The candle is placed in the middle of the other candles to remind us that it is Christ who is the center of true hope and true peace, true joy, and true love. We are the light of Christ in a dark world that stands in need of his hope, his peace, his joy, and his love. It is my hope and prayer tonight, not only as your pastor, but as your friend, neighbor, that you have experienced the light of Christ 
in your life. There is no greater gift that one could receive this Christmas than the gift of God's Son, Jesus Christ. Will you pray with me? God, I thank you that amid the darkness which we find ourselves in this world, I thank you for the light. The light that is exhibited through your children, the light that is exhibited in your church, not only here in Boiling Springs, but around the world. As this year, some have traveled to Guatemala, some have traveled to faraway places next year, some will be traveling to India. We pray, Lord, that as your people, we would be faithful to carry your light, to allow your light to be demonstrated in our lives, both here on our streets, in our town, our community, in our state, our nation, and around the world. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Emmanuel, God with us. We ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you please turn to number 124, the first Noel, 124. If you are able, please stand and join in singing.
one of the things I love about Christmas Eve service is our opportunity to share around the table together. We are reminded of why Christ came as we participate in communion. Now, let me say, if you're here from another church, you are welcome and encouraged to participate with us uh, this evening as we celebrate the Lord's Supper. One of the greatest descriptions, summaries, if you will, of Christ and why he came, but um, is found in Paul's letter to the church of Colossae. And in Colossians 1, beginning at verse 13, he has these words. Listen very attentively as I read this, as we think about the reason we celebrate Christ's birth, the hope that we have in Christ. Listen to the words. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions, rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He's the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he himself will come to have first place in everything. For it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him, and through him to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. And although you were formerly alienated and hostile in mind, engaged in evil deeds, Yet he has now reconciled you in his fleshly body through death in order to present you before him holy and blameless and beyond reproach. Words of Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, instructions that Paul was given from the Lord himself as he walked, well, as, as, as Jesus uh, gave our instructions for this supper. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, beginning at verse 23, we find these words. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But a man must examine himself, and in so doing, he is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Will you join me in prayer? Lord, we praise you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross. We, not, we do not presume to come to the table trusting in our own righteousness, but in your mercy. Forgive us our sins and cleanse our hearts. Put a new spirit within us and make us aware of the presence of our living Lord, in whose name we pray, amen.
the body of Christ broken for you, do this in remembrance of me.
Amen. The blood of Christ shed for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Will you join me in prayer? Father, we're thankful for this evening. We're thankful for the lights, decorations, the symbols. We're thankful for the message of Jesus that has been communicated in song, in prayer, in your word. And we're grateful that this tiny baby in a manger didn't stay there, but he lived a perfect, sinless life. He showed us what it looks like to be the people of God. He inaugurated the kingdom of God, a kingdom that we pray for when we pray, not my will, but yours be done. A kingdom that we look for when we say not, um, when we say your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, help us to be your kingdom people, to show the world that you have called us to live within what it looks like to be followers of Jesus, to not just believe in Jesus and him being the son of God, but Lord, to show the world through our actions what it looks like to follow you. We live in a world that desperately needs to see the light of Christ and may it be exhibited in each of our lives. We ask this prayer in Jesus' name, amen. I want to invite you to stand. We're going to close with a uh, singing of Silent Night. And as we do that, we're going to light a candle. And we encourage you uh, to let this be a symbol or a challenge for you to take the light of Christ into the world as we leave this place. Let me remind you that following this song, I'll have a brief word of benediction and we will sing and transition into a response of go tell it on the mountain following our time.
Gospel of John, verse 8, excuse me, chapter 8, verse 12, Jesus again said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. As we plan on leaving this place to go back into our world, let us go and sing it on the mountain. As our choir said, let us go tell it on the mountain. If you will join me in our benediction response.